This is the Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge, where I cover or uncover some of the biggest coaching industry questions that many of us are asking so that we can get underneath what makes coaching work and where it might even go wrong for individuals and as an industry to help its reputation and worth grow well into the 22nd century to have even more impact. I hope you enjoy the series. This episode has come about as a result of writing a Instagram post about three weeks before I decided to record it as a podcast. And I put these seven things to consider to find the right coach for you and your business into Canva images and put them on my Instagram and it's been shared so much and therefore I know this is a really important but really popular topic for us to be thinking about and I have to say these seven things are all things that I do with my clients but also wanted to know when I was looking for the right person and to understand the myriad of ways that we can be thinking about what kind of support we can get Now, the topic is around looking for the right coach, but honestly, you could probably take away coach and think about another type of support that you're needing for your business, like the right accountant or the right VA or the right marketer, maybe even, or the right all the other support services. Because I want you to consider that if we have knowledge and understanding about what we need and want, and who we think can help us, it will help us to make really clear decisions and bold decisions about who we go to for support. So take a listen to the episode and I'd love to hear what you think. There's ways to get in touch with with me that you'll hear about at the end. I'll be on LinkedIn and on my email and I look forward to hearing how you use these seven ways to find exactly the right coach and support person for you. Hello and welcome to this episode of Coaching Uncovered podcast. I'm going to be looking into the seven things that you can consider when you're looking for the right coach for you and your business. This is aimed at you if you are looking for somebody to support you in your business journey. You probably know it's already a coach, but you may be struggling to come to a decision about who to work with. There is an abundance of coaches out there and you know that you're already converted to the idea that somebody can help you, but you want to get it right because it's probably not an insignificant investment. It may also be aimed at you if you are a coach, because guess what? Coaches usually have coaches too. And in fact, it's encouraged because it's really useful for reflective practice to understand how other coaches work and to grow your own business, right? Because as a coach, you probably still have your own business to run too. So these seven things are developed out of the experience that I've had in working in this industry for six years, but also coaching people over my lifetime in my career and in having coaches myself and in working with coaches in my industry as peers, colleagues, friends. So take some notes and see if you can action what you like from these seven points. They're not necessarily linear. And you may decide that some of them aren't relevant for you, which is fine, but take note of the essence of each of them and see what you'd like to do to find the best coach for you and your business for where you're at right now. Let's get started. The first thing I want you to consider to find the right coach for you and your business is to answer this question. What specific problem do you need solving that's most urgent or keeps you coming up or keeps coming up for you in your business. 
what you're going to do in answering that is understand the direction you want to go in, the topic or the overarching theme that you need help with. It might be that you find a coach who supports you in this exact theme, which is usually found through their niche. But it also might be that the coach you find just touches on that topic. And there are many other factors that attract you to working with that coach. But in, a set, in essence, you knowing what you want to have help with, you knowing what your biggest struggle is, will make you very clear in where you go in who you go to and what you ask for help with and also what outcomes you expect for yourself too. And having clarity on that as a potential customer is brilliant because it helps you have a great relationship with the coach. It helps you advocate for yourself, feel empowered and have a great coaching relationship full stop. So what specific problem do you need solving that's most urgent or that keeps coming up for you in your business? To find that out, you may want to journal, you may want to look back at your diaries, you may want to think about what it is that is a recurring theme for you over the last three months, six months, maybe two years. Figure it out and then write some notes on that that you can hold on to. So number two, this is something I want you to consider to find the right coach for you and your business. It really leads on from one, but it's a bit more specific. What outcomes do you want? Here, you might need to get really honest with yourself. Do you want more money? If you want more money, how much do you want? And how do you want to make that money? How do you want to feel about making that money? Do you want more promotion? Do you want to be seen more by more people? And who? which people do you want to be seen by and why? It's okay if that's ego-driven, by the way. Do you want more followers on Instagram? And why? Do you want to up your email list because you know that that's a great place for you? Do you want to be working with fewer clients? Do you want to be having a marketing strategy? Do you want to get more balance and that will help you in your business? Do you want your mind supported and less so on strategy? Really understanding that and being as specific as you can, putting potentially some numbers or some really strong feelings to your outcome will help you again understand who you go to. Because often you will also find that in the niche of the person that you look for, but you'll also get a sense for who is right and why they're right for you. And you can then ask them really good questions. Do, does that person help you get the outcome that you're looking for? So number three, I'd like you to think about what stage of your business you're at. The stage your business is at and where you want it to go is actually more important than the time you've been doing it. And the reason for that is because a lot of the time you'll hear where the world, the industry, we say, you know, you're two to three years in your business, you're probably doing X, Y, Z. That is not a bad thing or wrong, but when we only look at the age of our business, we're missing a really big trick. We're missing the fact that some people two to three years in have well surpassed their goals and exceeded their expectations. Or we're also missing the fact that two to three years in, some people are nowhere near where they want to be and they aren't feeling successful, whether they are or not, is actually by the by. But the age of the business doesn't have to matter. Sure, the age means you've probably tried a few things, you've probably been around, people probably know your name, but it doesn't have necessarily a direct impact on 
the thing that you want help with. So understand the stage you're at with your business. And that can really be defined in a number of ways. We could say, are you a startup right through to I'm scaling? You know, if you want to say it like that. Or it might be just where you're at mentally with your business. Because you might be three months in, but you want to up level. That phrase, up level. We'll discuss that in another episode. You might be 10 years in and never done any development work. You know, it really is about where you're at mentally and physically in what you're getting from your business that will help you understand the right person who can get you to the thing that you want. Number two, the outcomes. So what stage of your business are you at? Then number four, this is getting a little bit more direct in the coach that you want. What type of coach do you want? If I asked you that, you may not know because you may not be familiar with the coaching world. You may not know there are lots of different types. You may not have ever worked with anyone or you may have worked with loads and still not know what type of coach they were. And that's all right. There isn't one definition, but I'll just go through certain things you might want to look out for. Do you think or do you know you want a coach who's going to tell you what to do? Which actually technically isn't coaching. It's kind of more mentoring. But that's by the by for the moment. Or do you want a coach who's going to mainly listen and sit back and help you reflect? Do you want a coach who's going to provide a framework and a formula that they have? Or do you want a coach to guide you? Do you want a coach to be strict or free form? Do you want a coach to be energy driven or strategy focused or very wholeheartedly both? Do you want a coach who's very mindset based, which is supporting you in your beliefs and your mind in order to be resilient? Or do you want someone who's going to be very sort of less so that like they don't do mindset stuff? And you may want to consider this. Do you want a coach? Is it important to you that your coach is qualified with different uh, levels of qualifications? Or do you not mind? You just care about the fact that they help you get to the outcome you want. And they have evidence of how they do that, either by them, with themselves having done it or with lots of their clients. And do you want a coach who's been through what you've been through or are going through? Does it important to you that they say, I've experienced this too? Or is it more important to you that they say, many of my clients have experienced this too? And you may want to consider... Do you want a coach who's had a similar business to you and now is supporting other businesses with that? Or does that not worry you because you think their testimonials are strong enough or there are other experiences strong enough or the thing they get me to is strong enough for me to to know that I want them? Uh, Even we could go as far as to say, do you want a coach who's run a business full stop or not? Because there will be some people who've run businesses, any kind of business, and then gone into coaching, or others who've never run a different kind of business, but used coaching as their business. Some of those details, some of those answers may not matter to you. And even in asking the questions could feel overwhelming, but they're just points, nuances to consider that if you do end up having a a set of people, one or two or four coaches that you've got in mind, these are sorts of things you can put um, answers to by looking at those coaches and thinking actually that is more important to me and I hadn't thought about that before so let's just recap so far the seven things these are the first four to consider to find the right coach for you for you and your business so number one what specific problem do you need solving that's most urgent or keeps coming up for you number two what outcomes do you want Number three, what stage of your business are you at? And number four, what type of coach do you want? So number five follows on nicely from four. 
And I mentioned some of it in four, which is what type of personality do you think you need right now? So again, we may not have a direct list of types of person that we know we want to work with, but there may be a type of personality that's going to suit you depending on the outcome that you want. That could be a soft approach or a harder approach or anything in between. But one thing about the personality, it will impact how you have a relationship with the coach. And this episode isn't about what questions to ask when you find the right coach. I can do an episode on that. But you will quickly understand if rapport is something that you've built. So you may know this coach. They may have been in your sphere for a long time or they may be completely new to you. But you'll you'll get an essence either by you know, the language they use in posts they share or in a podcast or in um, videos or in their Facebook group if they have one or on their email list or even on a one-to-one call, you'll understand whether there's someone that you think you'll have rapport with. And rapport really matters. I have to say, whether you like them or not doesn't have to be as important as we've been led to believe. So the adage of no like trust is good and is important But I do feel that not a lot is put on the fact that we don't always have to like or love everything our coach says or everything about their personality. Because sometimes no, don't like and trust can be as powerful. And the anecdotal evidence is that so many times I'll have spoken to people around me, my industry, yes, clients maybe, but also just peers, other coaches, and you know around and you hear that they are triggered by their coach the coach said something they didn't like the coach pulled them out of themselves and hopefully they did it in a way that was compassionate but even if they didn't sometimes the client may say I I don't actually like what my coach is doing or I don't like the way they are with me or I don't love how they do things but you may also find the results they're getting are phenomenal and so Whilst we may think I should have a type of personality that is exactly like mine or exactly suited to to me, that doesn't have to be the case all the time. And if you're truly developing and growing and dedicated to your own development, personally and professionally, you probably will have a few different coaches throughout your life, throughout your business life. And so one for one reason or outcome, you might want a really compassionate soft coach for another reason or outcome you might want a really hard full-on you know take no prisoners coach so I love this consideration because oftentimes we're led to believe we should have someone that we click with straight away but actually you may find that you may not click with your coach but there's another reason why you decide you want to work with them so number six this is really looking at you and asking you to be as honest as you can with yourself. How ready for change are you really? So you may have experienced the thing that you've been going through for a really long time and you really want it to change. Or you may have just recognised it, but it's really strong for you and you know it's not possible to stay in that feeling or experience this thing anymore. It's blocking you, it's stopping you from your business being successful, peaceful, whatever the thing you want. But you have to be honest with yourself about how ready you are to change it. Because knowing your readiness for change and 
that might be simply asking yourself how long you're prepared to put up with this issue helps you to know how ready you are to get support with it. There is one thing about saying we're ready for change and then not really being ready for change. Now, a good coach should be able to hear that in you, be able to extract that from you in various ways, even through your initial call or through their content, you'll start to realise that you are so ready to work with them. Um, you need a bit more understanding, but you are you do not want this thing to be going on any longer. It's really blocking you, it's stopping you from your business being great. But a good coach will be able to help you see your readiness for change And so don't worry, you don't have to have the answer. And it's 10, I'm totally ready right now. It's just being aware that you want to question yourself. And you'll be able to understand some of that already, which is, you know, how long has this been going on for? How many patterns do I see in this thing coming up again and again? And how many times have I tried to solve it? And what's genuinely worked? And where have I genuinely put effort in? An effort can be doing the work, which might be writing, you know, saying stuff, doing things differently, but it also might be thinking. So have I genuinely shifted my thinking about the thing I want to change? And therefore, of course, I'm ready to change. The technique hasn't been right or no, whatever I choose, it would never have worked because I haven't been ready until now. So that's a confronting question, but really important. And again, you don't have to have the answer, but do ask yourself it because it's a great one full stop for life anyway. So finally, of the seven things to consider to find the right coach for you and your business, I do want you to look at how much time, money and effort you are honestly willing to invest in this change. I don't mean to say that everything has to cost a lot of money, it has to take a long time and you have to put in blood, sweat and tears. What I do mean is there will be some of that required. There will be probably be some time, there probably will be will be some money and there probably will be effort. So it does go in line with six because we can't just have things we really want and not do the work. I It's my job as a coach to help you understand that too. So I can see people who are really read, ready to change. They may have had all the wrong techniques or the, you know, not wrong, but a mindset that hasn't supported them. But they feel that by maybe just signing up to a course, everything's going to change. But that's not the case. You have to do the work. And my job is to help facilitate you um, using the work, whatever it is, but you have to do the work. And I know this because I'm a client of coaches too. And I feel that too. Like, so when you buy a book and you put it on your shelf and you think, oh, I've read that book. No, you haven't. It's just on your shelf. I've read maybe the first few paragraphs and thought, yeah, I really know what they're talking about. No, I didn't read it. So you may be ready for change, but you're not sure how much time and money to spend on it. Or you may never have invested in support. Or actually, you may have invested all the time. But, you know, there's another part of that. Maybe you've never worked on your business or maybe it's all you do. And neither extreme is good to keep investing or to not invest at all and to work on your business or not on it at all. None of those extremes are good. There needs to be a balance of all of those. So there's no one size fits all and you'll probably change as your business grows into different stages. But knowing you probably will need to invest time, money and effort helps us see how serious we are about the change we really want. And again, a good coach will help 
get this all from you pretty, pretty quickly. But I really want you as a potential customer of any coach to come with some of these answers. Because you know what, even if you answered some of these things, didn't work with a coach ever or for ages, these things will help you anyway. They'll help you see where your business can have some tweaks and changes. It'll help you see what self-help you go for, what books you get that you actually read, or what courses, you know, passive online courses from maybe the same coach that you download. All of them will be useful questions to answer anyway, even before you're considering a coach. So a final thing I did want to say, I've mentioned ego earlier, but I do want to just point out that when we're deciding on the support we need or when we realise we need support, that can be such a relief. Um, And in our business, I think when we're led to believe that we should be successful really uh, quickly, we should be good. You know, we can we can have a lot of feelings about that, maybe even shame and frustration. But it also might be that you realise I do need support, but your ego is holding you back. Like, oh, I'm too embarrassed or my ego says I shouldn't have to have this. So have a think about where your ego is playing a part in even blocking you from getting the right support, blocking you from asking for help, blocking you from considering even people that you may want to help you, but you're you know, like I said, maybe they're not the kind of person you thought you'd get help with, but my goodness, they'll really help you. Is your ego playing a part in saying, no, I shouldn't ask them. They're not my type of person. Because support, and particularly from coaches, may come in completely unexpected forms from coaches you felt weren't once right for you, or even people you felt envious of. Um, They might be the right people to help you manage something, or even coaches who are way younger than you and way less experienced than you uh, but they you can see how they can help you um, I really want you to consider being open to the support that you may need and accept that you will probably get there so much faster with the right help and answering these questions before you look for help and when you're on the journey of getting help will help you in that too So I hope that has been really useful today. The seven things that I want you to do to find the right coach for you and your business. Make notes, get excited about all the possibilities and take action. Thanks for listening to this episode of Coaching Uncovered podcast with me, your host, Emily Hodge. To find more episodes, find me over on Instagram at gentle underscore life underscore mindful underscore business, where I share each episode as they're launched and hear your comments too. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Acast also. Have a great day.